I'm a little late um, getting onto this subject, so I sat down today and kind of wrote out a whole bunch of notes and just wanted to kind of get caught up because it's been about a week now um, with everything that's been going on with Blizzard and the whole situation with China and Hong Kong and everything that looks like it's been spiraling out of control um, since last week. So just to get people kind of caught up if they've heard about it and not really caught the whole picture. Um, so last Sunday, October 6th, um, a Hearthstone player named, well, his login name is Blitz Chung. Um, he won an event. And then for his post-win speech, he had a pair of goggles and like a gas mask on. And so he pulled down the gas mask um, and he said, liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our time. And that's kind of one of the main protest slogans that's been going on in Hong Kong during all these pro-democracy rallies. Um, even when he did this, uh, the casters like ducked down, kind of like the commentator guys, kind of ducked down behind their desk and weren't visible for this part when he made his statement. And so a couple days passed. And then on Tuesday, so October 8th, Blizzard announced that he was going to receive a one-year ban and would not receive his prize. At the time, I didn't know what that was. Now I've kind of done a little research and it looks like they withheld his $10,000 prize because this was one of the high-end um, major Hearthstone events for his region. Um, and they also fired both broadcasters involved with what had happened. Um, for some of you who might be more into sports and not some of the other like esport type stuff, um, this is on the heels of the NBA Houston Rockets general manager kind of making a pro Hong Kong tweet. And then um, there's been quite a fallout with that involving the NBA and China. And I kind of have to do a little more digging to see where that's at. But I think NBA officials had to go over to China because if you speak out against China, they might just shut you down and not give you any access to the country. And in that case, your product's not there and you're not making any money off of it. And for a country of a billion people, that's pretty big of a deal. So the NBA one, I'm not going to touch on anymore with this. Um, so then on Tuesday, when they said that Blizzard... Um, said that he violated section 6.1 of the official Grandmaster rules. So this is the Grandmaster tournaments, which are the highest tier of any Hearthstone events. And they said he violated, and I'll quote the section, it's engaging in any act that in Blizzard's sole discretion brings you into public dispute, offends a portion or group of the public, or otherwise damages Blizzard's image. And so they quoted that when they said that they were suspending him for the year and taking away his prize money and so that's kind of a sign blizzard desperately wants into the chinese market um, a country of a billion people would drastically like boost your revenue but because of the stringent rules of that country um, you have to play by their rules there's no other choice and so a lot of companies are doing this so in china their version of twitter because they have all their own um, social media sites for everything and their version is called Weibo um, the official Hearthstone Twitter or sorry Weibo account there put out a different worded statement it had to be translated but um, most accurate translations that I can find come out and say we're very angered and disappointed at what happened at the event and do not condone it in any way we also highly object to the spreading of personal political beliefs in this manner. Effective immediately, we've banned the contestant from events and terminated work with the broadcasters. We will always respect and defend the pride of our country. 
which pretty much goes against everything that Blizzard has stated in all their North American coverage and statements to it. Um, and to my knowledge, this Weibo statement is still up to this day. So this triggered a pretty big backlash, like even Republican Senator for Florida, Marco Rubio, um, he pretty much accused the incident of crushing free speech. Um, and then a Democratic senator, uh, Ron Wyden of Oregon, he said Blizzard is willing to humiliate itself to please the Chinese Communist Party. And no American company should censor um, calls for freedom to make a quick buck. And that's amazing for the fact that even that a Republican and a Democratic senator are both on board with the same thing. Because most of the time they're all feuding with each other. So you kind of had one representative from each side of the political spectrum both saying like, whoa, 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 this China thing isn't pretty cool at all. Um, this also is about a week after that South Park has been completely scrubbed from the Chinese internet. Um, they made a mock apology instead of coming out and apologizing when it was brought up that they had taken a shot at China. And so they just flat out made a mock apology and just ramped it up because that's what South Park does. And so from everything I've kind of read, South Park's been pretty much removed and all access to it is gone now in China. Um, so spinning out of all this and seeing how Blizzard reacted, how they worded their um, reasoning to the North American crowd through Twitter and through their kind of forums and boards that they have, and then seeing their actual statement that they gave in China. Um, I've personally canceled my subscription. I was pretty pumped and continually playing WoW Classic since it relaunched in August. Um, and I was a pretty regular Hearthstone player as well. So I've removed um, all my games and the Blizz launcher from my phones, my computers and everything. And I've canceled my sub. It's still active for a few more days, but I'm done with it. Um, for those who follow Blizzard, Mark Kern, and he's one of the original developers who made the original World of Warcraft. Um, he joined. Um, I'm not sure if he spearheaded it, but I know he joined in pretty quick on the boycott blizzard movement that was happening um and for one of the main people behind what made them famous like world of warcraft was a cultural phenomenon so for one of the original people behind it to get on board with banning it and he's removed it and he's even gone as far as you can request a blizzard to delete your account um i'm waiting to go to that extent to see well i'm waiting to see what happens i haven't asked for a full delete so my info is still there um, I don't know if that's me just wimping out, but I'm just deleting everything and letting it sit. Um, Kern's on board with deleting everything and requesting them to remove all information they have on you. And lots of people are going forward with that. Um, another notable name, Brian Kibler. Um, he stepped away from playing in the Grandmaster stuff and casting major events, which included BlizzCon coming up right away here. Um, Kibler is arguably the biggest name attached to Hearthstone as he is a Magic the Gathering Hall of Famer and quite a notable Twitch streamer. He has a pretty good following from both the Magic the Gathering and now the Hearthstone group. So for him to pretty much step away from it, and it's, like I said, it's super close to BlizzCon, so now they're going to have to replace him with it because he's kind of become the face and the voice of it for all these major tournaments and events too. So for Kibler to step away, it's a pretty big statement also. Um, there's some pretty prominent pop culture youtube channels that i follow one is heel versus babyface and the other one is the quartering 
um, they've done a great job of kind of shining a light on the issues and not just letting it get away. Um, I like listening to these guys and whenever something new pops up, they kind of put up a video and they break it down and they don't really seem to have an agenda. So they just kind of call out who needs calling out and break things down and kind of show it to you in a rational way. Um, and so that had kind of been going on since the Tuesday thing. And then I was watching the quartering. He had a live stream with Mark Kern and they were kind of chatting things over and going over everything that was going on. And then suddenly on Friday after business hours, so like at 5.30 p.m. on the West Coast where Blizzard, I think, is um, headquartered, they finally released a statement. So it's after business hours and they reduced the suspension down to six months and they were going to pay him his money. So a small win there for the player. He's getting his money because he's dedicated years of his life to playing Hearthstone and becoming one of the best at it. And so to pull 10K out from underneath this kid was a bad move. But the suspension still sits there and it's six months um, that he's not allowed to take part in events or make money playing this game that he's kind of honed his skill at. Um, The giant statement, like, and it's a huge statement that they posted with it. Um, It reads more like a legal document as opposed to kind of a public announcement. And it's signed at the bottom by J.L. and Brack. But um, some people have pointed out the wording and the phrasing of it looks like it's Chinese translated to English or a lawyer has gone over it to kind of explain what some of the terms mean because people who are interested in the story they understand esports but this document or explanation kind of it read like a very legal document that kind of here's what this means and here's what this is and here's why we're doing this so it comes across as pretty premeditated or pre-planned and kind of pre-written for J. Allen Brack to kind of sign off and say it's his thoughts or his statement um it wrapped up and i'll just quote the one part and it says um, one of our goals at blizzard is to make sure every player everywhere in the world regardless of political views religious beliefs race gender or any other consideration always feels safe and welcome both competing in and playing our games at blizzard we are always listening and finding ways to improve it is part of our culture Thank you for your patience with us as we continue to learn. So that was part of their direct statement. So the one thing that I didn't think of, but Mark Kern and Jeremy from the quartering kind of brought it up immediately is um, the theory behind delivering news and bad news generally on a Friday. It means that the news cycle will happen because it's after kind of news hours on a Friday. So then Saturday happens, Sunday happens. If you're in Canada, it's a long weekend even. And so by the time Monday morning news or Tuesday morning news, whatever rolls around, um, it's kind of the, the impact of it is worn off and who knows what else is going to happen on this weekend. Right. And so it might kind of go away. And that's kind of the theory behind delivering bad news on a Friday, especially after hours. Right. And so, The other thing with this is Blizzard's major convention, BlizzCon. uh, It's about three weeks away, and this could be pretty catastrophic for Blizzard. Um, One of the things they're mostly known for at BlizzCon is they have huge Q&A sessions with the game developers for all the different games that they work on. Uh, Those who watched last year saw there was a pretty bad outcome to the Diablo Q&A because they announced a mobile-only version of the game was coming as opposed to a Diablo 4 for the PC. And that was another kind of sign that they were moving towards 
the Chinese market because mobile games are huge there and you can make a ton of money with upgrades, microtransactions, and just pay to win mechanics. And so I think even one of the Q&A people asked if it was an out of season April Fool's joke. So Blizzard is definitely going to be super careful going forward about Q&A sessions. So I'm pretty curious to see how they're going to operate that. Someone has even mentioned canceling BlizzCon, but I can't see that. Um, That would be ludicrous. It's kind of a big convention thing every year that people look forward to. Um, There were some online groups planning protests now. So do you drastically increase security? Do you flat out deny some people entry to the convention? Um, There were some jokes of dressing as Winnie the Pooh because I guess one of the memes is that the leader of China looks like Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) Um, It's strange. And now even Mei, who's a popular Overwatch character, and her character resides in China, they've now turned her into the mascot for the Hong Kong protests. And so they use her image and like her image pops up daily with new different kind of images and memes of like one is her missing an eye because she took a beanbag round in the eye during a Hong Kong protest. And it's kind of graphic images like it's either her holding her hand over her eye or bandages over her eye. Um, Some are just her with the Hong Kong flag or just like protest slogans, things like that. But they're trying to hijack May um, and their goal is to turn her into a pro-democracy symbol. And in the end, this could actually result in Overwatch getting banned in China if this goes far enough. Um, This story, it literally continues to update every hour of the day whether it's stuff from coming from Mark Kern because he's staying on board with it and explaining his stance um, and just people kind of going back and forth. There's the pro-Blizzard crowd that will always be loyal to the end and then there's those that think enough is enough and this is a bad move to kind of throw everything aside just to get in on that market of China, which I get it. It's a billion people and their trend is towards like mobile games are super popular on the phone and so developing a as far as i understand developing a game for the phone is a hundred times less money investment to create and build and make as opposed to a full-fledged pc game and so it's less money you're spending and you're gaining access to a billion people market that all want more mobile games or at least they enjoy the mobile games as more than probably here um that's the way I see it. I'm just going to keep following the people that I follow. Um, If you're interested in this and kind of want to keep up on it, I do recommend following Mark Kern on Twitter. He seems to be right on top of it and like engaging in debates and even flat out people that are just going head to head with him and calling him out on things. Um, If you're more of a YouTuber, I do recommend the channel Heel vs. Babyface or The Quartering. Um, They both do a pretty they do an excellent job I like watching them on all kind of industry related stuff for all my video game kind of information they're both on YouTube and they're both great Um, like I said Kern has worked for Blizzard and has some great insight because he's been on the inside of that company he understands it Um, he also continues as a game dev and he knows what he's talking about and he's even admitted that his stance on this he's burning a pretty big bridge because I think he's in the process of developing a game right now. And so he's pretty much slammed the door on any China investments, any China 
access for his game to get into the market there. And he knows what he's doing to himself, but he's 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 making a stand, right? And so I can appreciate that. Is he was kind of one of the main people behind bringing back the 2004 classic WoW, and he was given a lot of credit when it finally became a thing. And now all of a sudden, two months into classic WoW, he's saying no get lost um and like i said china is a huge source of revenue um for potential and existing companies and perhaps this is where the problem lies um if you have to change your business practices or turn a blind eye to certain things just to increase your profits or to gain access to china um is it worth it and i think we're kind of finding that I don't know if Blizzard thought that we wouldn't see the rewording of things on their version of Twitter in China or that they're almost looking extremely two-faced in this situation. It's like in the Americas here, they're saying like, nope, we're behind diversity and people making their own choices and we're all behind the people. And then when you turn around all their kind of statements in China is how they're behind the state and they don't condone people speaking out and things like that. So it's a super interesting subject and I'm looking forward strangely to just see how it builds up because the countdown is on to BlizzCon and I can almost guarantee that something's going to happen. You can't say it's going to go off without a hitch now, whether it's a protester or some kind of maybe boycott where people don't show up or people block the gates almost in like a strike style way. Um, or like big posters or more May um, paraphernalia and stuff kind of being showing up there. Um, it'll be interesting. Um, but like I said, literally daily when you tune in to stuff like those YouTube channels I mentioned, or if just Google Blizzard in Hong Kong and you'll get like your newsfeed will get a new update to the story from anything from the New York Times to just video gaming um, sources. It's become a full blown news story like i said there's senators that are looking at it and kind of speaking down on it too so i know the stock dropped for blizzard um but it went back up again right away like not back up to where it was but it kind of peaks and valleys in different ways um so i'm just going to keep an eye on it um i'm assuming i'm going to do at least one other video on this to kind of follow up maybe in a week or two and then if something radical happens at blizzcon i will also kind of follow up with that it's interesting um i plan to stay boycotted as long as they have this stance there's other video games to play there's other great developers out there um and so like i get those that are loyal but you have to stay loyal to a point right like if they're doing something wrong you probably should take a long hard look at this company and see if they're actually doing what they say so um hope you enjoyed the podcast and I'll chat with you later.